Hey guys, what is up? Right back with y'all on this fine February day. I can't believe February is almost over. Like I know I'm pretty sure that February is the shortest month, but I mean it has just flown by. Like the fact that school is about to be done in basically like two and a half months is kind of blowing my mind right now. Like I don't know, I guess February is just a really busy season and really busy month for me, but it's almost over and that's just crazy. I've really been enjoying the weather. I feel like every time I start these podcasts, I'm talking about the weather. Maybe I should start like a weather podcast or something. But the weather's just been awesome. I've been getting all tan and everything, getting ready for that summer life. And I am so excited for summer. Like, do not even get me started on how excited I am for summer. This week has been really busy for me. And it's really been cool to see God just provide that rest for me in the busy seasons. And just be able to like slow down and rest in his presence is something that I've been really grateful for recently. And a little flip side on that note, I'm going to be talking about spiritual strengths today and what it looks like to discover your spiritual strengths and grow in your strengths. So on Saturday, I went on a run with a couple of my friends and pretty much anytime I run in College Station, I run the exact same route and most of the route is pretty flat, but then I get to this part and there's these two really big hills. And the whole route makes a circle, so I could start with the hills or end with the hills, but normally I choose to end with the hills. And on Saturday, we went running at like 10, and it was so hot, and I was just dying. And those hills were really eating me alive. And just my luck, pretty much any time I'm running up those hills, there's always someone running down it. And in my head, I'm just getting real mad because here I am running up this hill and it's so hard for me and they're just running straight down it and this is like the easy part of their run and it's a breeze for them. I think our spiritual strengths are oftentimes dealt with kind of in the same way. What's up the uphill for me is going to be a downhill from someone else and what's downhill for me is going to be an uphill from someone else. Spiritual strengths are different for everyone. For a large majority of my life I was fighting to get other people's spiritual strengths without even realizing my own. I used to think if you're a quote-unquote good Christian, then you're good at going up to strangers and just like going crazy and sharing the gospel, or you're really good at saying good prayers, or you're really good at showing mercy. And while as children of God, we do carry the fruits of the Spirit, He also knitted us together individually in our mother's room to each carry different gifts for His purpose and for His kingdom. Spiritual strengths are going to be different for everyone. Romans 12, 3-7 says, For by grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly as God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. Now, as we may have many parts in one body, all parts do not have the same function. In the same way, we who are many are in one body in Christ and individually members of one another. According to the grace given to us, we have different gifts. If prophecy, use it according to the portions of one faith. If service, use it in service. If teaching, in teaching. If exhorting, in exhortion. Giving with generosity. Leading with diligence. Showing mercy with cheerfulness. It literally says in verse 4 that not all parts are going to have the same function. So I'm in a biology class and one thing we learned about was emergent properties. Here's your little biology lesson for the, the day. So emergent properties are when a smaller parts combine to make an increasingly complex organism. Another definition is a characteristic an entity gains when it becomes part of a bigger system. Emergent properties help a living organism better adapt to their environment and increase their chance of survival. 
I couldn't help but think how much that applies to us being the body of the church. If all parts of the body had the same function, then it would lead to being unuseful. If each of us can figure out our spiritual gifts and not just figure it out, but and figure out a way that will enhance the kingdom of God, that is when we will fulfill the mission of the church because we need these individualistic spiritual gifts in order to fulfill the mission of the church. Now I've gone on and on about the importance of spiritual gifts, but the question now becomes how do we tap into these spiritual gifts? So the spiritual gifts are, and this is just to name a few, prophecy, service, teaching, exhortion, generosity, leading, and mercy. All of these are supernatural ability given to you by the Holy Spirit. So when you do become a Christian, when you do accept the Holy Spirit into your life and into your heart, that is when these spiritual gifts are given. So that's the first step. Now, before I get too far into this, I want to start by saying you have to submit your life to Christ and you have to lay it down in order to be given new life. And in new life, we are given these gifts by his grace. What I didn't talk about is that before Romans 12, all of us, all of it is talking about being transformed by the Holy Spirit happens when you lay your life down. True transformation can only happen when we are in submittance to him. So, just wanted to get that out of the way there. Probably the most important thing in this whole little podcast today. So, number one, lay your life down. Number two, getting rid of comparison. I'd have to say that's definitely the hardest part. If we are so focused trying to be just as good as everyone else, all I'm going to be doing is running up that hill. I'm going to be constantly running up that hill. I'm never going to get to the downhill part on the other side which that will lead to burnout. And that's what so many Christians do because they're looking, oh, this is the ideal Christian. Let me run to get to the top of this hill, run to get to the top of this hill. Then they don't make it up the hill because God did not make them the same way. Number three is to look and see what comes easy for you. For me, I kind of found one of my spiritual gifts was leading and just public speaking in general. Like I've never been too fearful of man, like mankind in general. And I just kind of thought that was a normal thing because it did come so easy for me. But then I talked to other people and I realized, wow, people hate public speaking. Like it's like the number one biggest fear. I mean, people hate teaching in front front of others. And that's the moment when I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should look into this like a little bit more. Maybe this is one of my spiritual gifts. And in me doing this, it's given me a newfound purpose for the glorification of my father. Number four is to look and see what others may have a hard time dealing with. So three and four kind of go hand in hand. And number five is to get curious. Figure out what you do and don't like, what you're good at and what you're not good at. For me, I am not good at math. I tried to be good at math and I worked really hard to be good at math, but that's not something that came easy for me. Chemistry seems like the absolute worst thing in the world, but I have friends that love chemistry. Really strong Christian friends that could talk all day about how it's so awesome to see God's little work in cells. And that's awesome, and I'm, I'm happy to learn from them, but that is not one of my strengths. We need to be grateful for these differences because the body would not function without them. I love seeing people that like different things than me, and recently in my life, when I ask people what their majors are, what they wanna go into, it's so shocking, but so awesome how God crafted us each with our own passions and each with our own gifts differently. That's so cool. What I want to end on is just some things to be cautious about and watch out for because unfortunately there's still an enemy out there that wants to steal, kill, and destroy, so we have to be aware of some things. 
when I started to really explore and use my spiritual gifts, I got really caught up in the fact, like, was this being prideful? Is this prideful? Like, I don't want to be prideful. God wants a humble heart. Like, remove all pride. And why those are good things to be aware of, me focusing so much on if I was being prideful or not was hindering my calling. I finally had to take a step back and realize that's the voice of the accuser, which is Satan, not the voice of God. Because the voice of God brings peace, I stopped doing things because I was so focused and self-reflective. And by no means am I saying it's wrong to be self-reflective. That's very good to be self-reflective as a Christian, especially in a world that's constantly attacking you. But that's also the other thing, a world that's going to constantly attack you. So I went up to a mentor and I told him I wasn't sure about starting this podcast or if this was right or if that was right because I didn't know how to like manage my pride and figure out if it was if it was me being prideful or not. And he told me something that whew, really convicted me. He said, you thinking that is prideful. He asked me, are you a Christian? And I said, yes. He asked me if I was a follower of God. And I said, yes. And he asked me if I accepted the Holy Spirit in my heart. And I said, yes. And he was like, you have the Holy Spirit in your heart. That means you carry the characteristics of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gratefulness, gentleness, and self-control. In having the Holy Spirit in my heart, I am carrying humility. Therefore, I have discernment on when I am getting prideful, and I know that God will make me aware of that. The final thing is, your spiritual gifts do not need permission to be used. Do not wait for other people's permission to use those gifts. For we are living for the approval of God, not the approval of man. Alright, quick review. Number one. Lay down your life. Number two, do not compare your gifts. Number three, figure out what you're good at. Number four, figure out what other people might not be so good at. And number five, be curious. When you identify your gifting and passions, do everything in your power and in the power of the Holy Spirit to do that. What do I love? What do I hate? And where am I going to be most effective? My challenge this week for myself and anyone else is to just maybe be really observant this week. Figure out what do I like? What do I don't like? I love praying over people. I love evangelizing. Figure that out and maybe start writing those things down like on a sticky note or in your journal or whatever. I have just some things to be aware of. And also just praying about it. Like if you're not sure what those gifts look like in your life or for you as an individual, just kind of praying about it. And if there is a thing of comparison where you feel like you have to live up to this standard that the world tells us that like it looks like to be a perfect Christian, then just pray that like God removes that from you. And that's my prayer for anyone listening is that if there is that comparison, comparison still kills and destroys. Um, and just to remove that from your heart. I'm just going to pray real quick. And I know I usually don't do this, but I just really feel it on my heart. So I'm going to do this. So whoever's listening. <laughs> um, dear God, thank you for today. Thanks that we all get to have this time. And hopefully speak through me if there's anything that I said that you, that sh- I shouldn't have said or shouldn't have come out of me. Pray that is forgotten. Um, and thank you for using all of us as a vessel for your love and for your light. I pray that we just walk in a spirit of discernment and joy for the gifts and joy for the differences of people that make up your kingdom and if comparison is a thing that's hindering our relationship with you then i pray that you just remove that lord and you just remove that from our souls in your name so that our freedom may be found in you and through you and our purpose may be found in you and through you lord i just want to thank you again and we're so grateful for this day and pray that people see our light your light through us we love you so much god amen
all right guys little prayer there but thanks so much for listening and i hope everyone has a great week and don't forget to live changed